Welcome to Questions for the Sages, a podcast from the Washington, D.C. area. I'm Michael Scherer. Today I'll be doing something a little different. In February of the year 1999, almost 20 years ago, I went on a spiritual pilgrimage to India to explore the roots of the Hare Krishna movement. While there, I was able to interview a devotee from a town near Belgrade in Yugoslavia. Devyapati Das was insightful, honest, and a pleasure to be around. That interview is the subject of this week's podcast. You can hear the Questions for the Sages podcast on questionsforthesages.com, the Questions for the Sages Facebook page, iTunes, and on YouTube. Many thanks to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland, for making this podcast possible. I am in uh, my room on February 20, 1999. The time is 1.31, and I'm with Devya Pati Das. Could you uh, just say hello? Uh, hello to everybody. <laughs> and Devya Pati is from uh, Yugoslavia. Could you tell me a little bit about like where you're from? Yes, so I'm from Yugoslavia, specifically from Serbia, the, my native town. I was born is Novi Sad, and now I am also living there. It's uh, 80 kilometers on the north from Belgrade. And this is your first time in India? Yes, this is my first time in India. Tell me about India. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, so I mean, I'm laughing because we already spoke about it like this. So now I have to say, well, uh, yes, this is my first time in India. Actually, uh, I uh, met the devotees and this uh, philosophy of Christian consciousness on 87. So gradually I developed some, uh, some view or some kind of paradigma <laughs> uh, about what India is. But now when I really came here, people told me, you cannot just, you know, uh, I cannot explain what India is. When you come there, you will see. So really, when I ca- when I came here, I saw it's like you you return some 50 or 60 years back. You see all these cars and all these people, and like this uh, on one side. So they are like uh, in a sense of material. I mean, uh, material advancement that uh, Western society made. They're like uh, not advanced in this thing. But on the other side, you see that they have some their own specific culture. And what I noticed, for example, is that uh, this India is actually geographically speaking one uh, like uh, near the. Uh, it's um, how do you say you plain? Is it plain? Yeah. It's a plain, and it reminds me on about uh, all uh, great civilizations. For example, Egyptian. They are where Nil is, and uh, Chinese. They have this Yang Tse Kiang and the, the tigers and Euphrat and there is always Babylon so wherever there is a big civilization it's usually like this so I really see uh, I really feel like some kind of awe or reverence uh, in, uh, regarding their um, uh, culture and uh, although they are not really economically very advanced they uh, uh, all they uh, how say maintain this culture for so long and everybody believes in something and uh, everybody has some kind of you know worship and things like this it's really uh, amazing for me yeah and what do you think of the temples well i mean uh, <laughs> i uh, f- I was not thinking that it's really like this, you know, but it's it's really what? I mean, um, these uh, temples that we are visiting, I don't know if everywhere is like this, but I saw that uh, at least half of them are really um, into this, uh, like, um, say, money-making business. But actually, what I want really to say is that um, I saw that here in India, uh, everything is, uh, uh, like, uh, centered around religion. 
So this is the this is the point. Sometimes uh, people from the West maybe cannot understand this, but uh, er, uh, like in the West, everything is centered about I don't know business, like real business. Here, business is religion. So you see all the shops that are selling worshiping article, I mean materials and things like this. So here, religion is life and business and everything. They are you know running on religion. <laughs> this is my understanding. So I mean regarding this, you know, when you come to the temple and they're just jumping on you and say, oh, we don't religion, put here. <laughs> Put it. No, no, no. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a little bit crazy because you know you think you know I'm coming here. It's a great culture, and maybe oh, now they will say oh, jaya like this. But they they are also thinking well if I don't. Uh, if I don't get something from this Westerner coming here, so what's the use of his coming? <laughs> yeah, sometimes they even think, you know, you should give some uh, money to become purified enough so, so that you can really get some benefits. So it, it's like this. I mean, what can we do? It's like this. So uh, you've been in ISKCON for how long? Well, uh, uh, from 87, but uh, let's say like this. I, <laughs> I mean, I was... Uh, I was uh, first uh, <clears throat> meeting devotees 87 then i uh, two years later i moved in so i started to do sankirtan this book distribution for some two and a half years or maybe even three then i uh, i was singing in uh, in a band in a band uh, singing this devotional music things like this for maybe two years and in between i was doing some uh, typewriting on computers uh, working with internet for devotees and some printing and publishing was there also so this was like five years in ISKCON, like, uh, and then afterwards I moved out, and I started uh, some private business also with this printing and publishing and like this, uh, and uh, so till now I'm like this. I mean, I'm outside, but uh, I am practicing Krishna consciousness as f as uh, much as I can, as much as I'm inspired <laughs> in a certain periods of my life. <laughs> and. What is this kind of like in Yugoslavia, where you're from? Yeah, so there, um, I mean, uh, they had, uh, for some 20 years, actually, school is existing in Yugoslavia, more or less. But the funny thing is that they don't have even one square meter of their own property. So what is now happening is that the biggest center in, uh, in, Novi in Belgrade, where it is, it, it will be it will be like uh, left, or how to say, the landlord, or the, how to say, rentier, I, I don't know. The landlord. Yeah, he said that uh, he needs the payment, but because uh, this house is really, yeah, this was an embassy before, so it's a big house, it's a nice house, but somehow or other devotees have no, no money to maintain it anymore. Many of them went left and right doing services, uh, so, devotees remaining there are not uh, able to stay there any longer so they will find some smaller thing and like this. so development uh, is like that they want to find something their own yeah this is the thing even if it's small but just to find something their own so they start to do something some are also interested in farming so we will see what will be you cannot just take somebody in from the city and put him on a farm and say oh jai cows are great <laughs> just <laughs> simply keep on going you know he will not i mean for a few days he may be ecstatic but afterwards when he see all the problems <laughs> that he has there you know he will just uh, <laughs> 
So he will run away. So I don't know. Devotees, uh, devotees are really funny. You know, sometimes they are into like uh, uh, natural life. So natural. This is natural. That is natural. So they say eating with hands are natural. I mean, even now I'm eating with my hands. Um, it's it's not really natural for me because I was eating with spoons so so many years. I don't know, but I can understand the reason behind this. So, but uh, still, it's difficult for us just to jump from one thing to another. So. Uh, so I, I, in my opinion, is that actually one can accept uh, Krishna conscious philosophy definitely, but practically what he will apply in his life uh, or things like this, he has to be cautious not to burn himself, uh, you know, uh, up because of, I don't know, something that somebody says something is natural. Because very often you may see that some devotee is very much natural. He's uh, you know eating with his fingers all the time. I don't know, working bare feet also in uh, I don't know on the marble temple in uh, I don't know Vancouver where it's uh, minus twenty and like this. So uh, I don't really uh, think that we can imitate. Oh, I don't know, sh with shaved head you go outside like uh, crazy when there is winter, so you get sick, cold, or something like this. So we have to see and we have to apply this culture. But we are not, uh, we are not from India. We are from the West. So really, India always brought us to some higher realization of uh, higher realms of uh, consciousness of uh, of uh, spiritual subject matters. But we should not. Uh, we should not imitate just for the sake of imitation. And that's something, yeah. How has your visit changed your image of ISKCON? Uh, actually, uh, the, thing, uh, the thing that uh, I came here um, made me uh, put some puzzles, how do you say, puzzles? Uh, puzzles mm -hmm. uh, t together. Uh, so certain things I really understand now better. Uh, it's interesting to see uh, because, um, for example, when I was doing Sankirtan, I mean, I, uh, part of the money that we collected came here, and the, some of the uh, houses here were built. So, I felt, I feel first like I came here to see what what I had done many years ago. So, I, I what your money had built. Yes. So I appreciate that they are nicely maintaining this place and like this. On the other side, I uh, first time met with uh, such a great variety of devotees because I was traveling in Europe. I lived in Sweden for a year or so, and I lived in Italy, and I. And not really it's like I came from Yugoslavia to see this and now I'm like too fascinated. But actually, uh, you can really uh, see here how this society is uh, developing. I don't know. I uh, What I really understood now uh, is that uh, persons uh, in ISKCON or leaders or whatever will have to think deeply about the uh, further development of uh, this society because if they don't see the needs of uh, so much growing uh, i mean population within the society and different different problems and like this i think that actually grihastas should take up responsibility for the management of the things grihastas are, are like married married, married, yes, married people. people because they have they have a Many problems. I mean, it's like this: uh, uh, sannyasis are sannyasis are those who are not married, who are living like celibate life and things like this. So, uh, they have the solutions for the grihastas like this. They say. Uh, they come to some place and they say, well, what is happening? Well, we have this problem. Oh, no, 
you should just chant Hare Krishna and uh, and all problems will be solved. <laughs> and then they go away. And then these people like say, wow, they said every time like this, but nothing happens. So I have to do something. So this is this is uh, strange and also a little bit sad because sometimes persons have to go away, sometimes even to do some crazy jobs just in order to maintain themselves because ISKCON was not offering them really something to do. or like So uh, they have to think really deeply. I know personally one boy who was... Uh, Come to the temple and like this then he got married and he went outside and because he had no uh, let's say uh, capital to to begin he he had to sell cigarettes and do so many crazy things that maybe he was not actually supposed to do from the Krishna conscious point of view but what he could do he had to maintain himself somehow so for the for some time or he was a wa- waiter waiter mm-hmm. he uh, he was you know working in uh, low class restaurants and things like this so uh, because uh, he was not thinking about the future nobody told him to think about this and he was just left on his own so he had to do something so it's crazy we we will have to develop as a society like uh, we have to copy christians or any other great religion in many different ways to see there are also some other things one should think about for example that not everyone is a monk and things like this so uh, also this initiation thing i think should be prolonged the period of getting initiation because what's the problem you chant Hare Krishna, you read books and uh, i mean initiation you can get after 10 years what's the problem so do what you are doing and but not like, you know, getting initiation and that's it. Because initiation, actually, the word uh, has the root in uh, initiating something. So you're starting. So it's not the end, it's the beginning. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the real beginning of some serious practice of Krishna consciousness. We usually see people are, uh, getting initiated and going away because that's it. You know, I got it. <laughs> I started, so that's it. <laughs> so there, uh, I see these things now much better. I'm thinking about these things and I'm thinking about how to organize myself when I come back to Yugoslavia. Uh, I also, uh, I told you that I want, that I even wanted to go to Bombay, for example, to see what the things look like there and that maybe I come to live in India. But now I really don't have a desire even to go to Bombay because I see this is, <laughs> this is nice. I mean, India is nice, but it's not for me. I mean, at least not for the time being. Maybe when I will be uh, you know, older and something like this. But I want really to, to, I don't know, I don't know, to, to educate my children in the West. And uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I will, I will also speak with my, I mean, wife, so to say. Uh, um, and... Uh, and we will we will think about she was she was enthusiastic to come to India. Actually, her life was also interesting. She's a vegetarian from birth, practically. She never liked. She actually ate only things that she liked to see and to smell. So if she liked like this, she was eating. If not, no. So she was eating, you know, some I don't know, uh, old uh, cakes and uh, like this cra- crazy, you know, crazy menu. <laughs> but uh, it's like this, e- eating aloha cactuses and things like this. Yeah. So her father was thinking his chickens are eating these cactuses, so he should lock them up or something like this. So she she somehow maintained herself like this, and she was religious. She was uh, uh, like uh, brought up in mixed uh, uh, thing like in catholic and in orthodox uh, like uh, education she she, she was w- uh, in one church and also in another and like this and she was religious and and when she thought about coming to india actually why she is not why she didn't came was the reason that uh, um, financially we will maybe then be really on the zero so uh, she was thinking you are a little longer a little bit longer in krishna consciousness and i think that your desire is really to see these things so go see it 
and you will explain to me so then we will see what will happen so about india about coming here to live i don't know i i don't feel like doing it i don't well, know what is it that changed your mind i don't know i mean uh, here everything is so complicated <laughs> for example you want to buy a ticket for a train this is nightmare you know <laughs> you are coming here and you're coming to the office and say yes yes of course but it cannot be done as you think so what should i do well you have to give me your name and then i will go somewhere and this and then so many things and on the end you're not sure that you got it but you have to check somewhere and do this so big complication. I mean, they're not practical. I see this. They are completely not practical. They're not organized at all. I mean, um, but life is going on somehow. Like this uh, traffic, for example. Everybody, oh, five vehicles are passing by each other somehow working on a Paramatma level. Or I don't know what. Like, like something is telling them in their house where, to, where to, to move left or right in a certain moment. And so, and everybody is like, uh, uh, keep distance. This is one thing. Everybody was really now. And blow, uh, say blow horns or please uh, horn or something like so everybody is you know horning like crazy <laughs> and this is crazy completely i don't know i mean they are somehow they are living but i don't know if i can you know for example if i wanted to come here i mean to come here to take a lawyer i mean i was the other day i was at a doctor uh, so so i asked him, him that i have some uh, bites from mosquitoes and it's really you know i have this itchy sensation and i wanted to take something for so he was not listening to me at all when i was speaking <laughs> he was just you know like yeah many mosquitoes yeah yeah and, and i asked him i got something uh, from a shop so i said is this good yeah yeah very good <laughs> so good yeah and but but it's not helping me i'm i'm putting it five times a day and it's nothing i'm scratching myself all the time and so, no, no, it's good, and maybe you can put some coconut oil. So I bought coconut oil, nothing also helps, nothing helps. So what do you think, for example, I, I sell some house there in Yugoslavia, I come here and say, I want a lawyer. So some man appears here and say, yes, I'm a lawyer. Yes, I will help you definitely. And you want this house? Yeah, it's yours. And <laughs> on the end, I'm left without anything <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. So I don't believe this is a good suggestion. I mean. Uh, really to do something here yeah, it's i mean from from the embassy actually that i saw in belgrade till here it's so you you just laugh and you just you're just you have to be cool actually i think the people from the west are even more like uh, astounded with the things that are going on here but um me from yugoslavia because there is it's also a crazy situation there so we are not very much disturbed by all these crazy things so when i sit some in some office then i also they look at me i look at them it's crazy you know? then they laugh at me then they laugh at them you know they say what do you want well something make something and they say it's not possible today and then i i just sit there and say make something and they say yeah maybe actually it's possible so it's like this it's all something i don't know it's uh, like I don't know how they are. Somehow it's happening, but it's really I mean it's it's too crazy to make some definite decisions. I mean it's not possible here in India. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but you're liking it here so far. Well, I like that I came here because of my spiritual advancement because I believe in this uh, Krishna conscious movement. I believe in Krishna as God and things like this. So. I came here and I, uh, I liked it. I see this birthplace of Lord Chaitanya. We also went together to this sacred chakra birthplace of Lord Nityananda. I want to meet, uh, see Jagannath Puri where Lord Chaitanya performed his pastimes. He was living 48 years, so 24 
last years of his life he spent in Jagannath Puri with all these different pastimes. So it's nice to see this also. And there is also an ocean. I want to swim in ocean. I never <laughs> made it. So I I made this like this. And afterwards I had to go to Vrindavan to also see this Krishna's pastime place. And then I returned back. So it's a spiritual visit. Actually, uh, it's a spiritual visit and um, I like it. I like it. I'm happy to be here because this is what I believe in. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit about your swim in the Ganges yesterday? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so this was a nice experience. Uh, uh, in the beginning of uh, Krishna consciousness, I had a similar experience, but uh, I can say uh, stronger. And uh, somehow when I was chanting for first, uh, I don't know, month or something, in this uh, period, for example, maybe two weeks, I was really like ecstatic, uh, like... Uh, uh, free from all problems, I was laughing with these friends that I was going to the program, and this was really nice. I really felt that I'm doing something uh, spiritual. Nobody uh, could tell me, you know, you're unhappy or things like this. I really, I really felt it in my heart. So uh, yesterday I sw swam about an hour, and uh, I um, in the Ganges. In the room. Ganges, yeah. Actually, we are going uh, quite often, every day, every other day. We're going, and uh, but yesterday I was swimming for an hour. It's really. Uh, long because the water is not so so hot so I mean hot or how to say so uh, <clears throat> it's not enough hot so I was swimming and uh, on my way back to the here to the room I really felt uh, some relief I could not uh, explain to myself what it was and I was thinking well I don't know maybe this maybe that maybe sun maybe swimming but it, I, finally I realized that it's not really material something something happened inside I'm not a really very big believer in some mystical things and I always doubt them, but uh, I could not doubt this feeling that really something like uh, fell off. <laughs> so I feel kind of kind of purification or something. I'm, and also today I really I, I feel this this something happened really. So I'm happy. I'm relieved from something. <laughs> yeah. Like some worries went away, actually. I can say like this. Some worries went away. Like some anxiety was was uh, was destroyed. Some anxiety. And if you ask me which anxiety, well, this, you know, permanent anxiety that everyone has in his heart about everything, you know, what will be with this and what will happen with that, and I have to think about this and that. Mind became pacified. This is what, this is what I can say. <clears throat> Have you had any other mystical experiences when you're here? Or some, uh, I don't want to use the word mystical, yeah. but anything like that. Yeah, uh, here when I am in. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I really have to think uh, about this. Uh, it is explaining the this uh, our literature that we are really forgetful persons. So I really forget very fast. So even if I had, I I cannot really remember what was it. <laughs> uh, yeah, really like this. Maybe, but. Um, I had nice experience, for example, when I was praying to the deities, and actually I prayed to every single uh, person on the altar. So we have these ten persons at the altar. We have Radha Krishna, the deities, and then we have eight gopis, like air consorts of Krishna plus on the altar. So one day I just chose to really try to deeply meditate and pray to each and every one of them. And it was nice. It lasted about 20 minutes, and I felt that I really did something. Uh, it was it was nice. I felt some reciprocation, and uh, it was nice. I, I'm from that day on. I feel uh, somehow protected nicely. So this was also one nice experience like this. Mm.
Thank you, Devya Patidas, for that interview almost 20 years ago in 1999. Since then, we've lost touch, and I would love to know how he's doing. Thanks to Rico Hayes for the theme music, and to Miriam Lansky for discussions about how to approach the subject matter of the podcast. Also, again, thanks to the Hare Krishna community of Potomac, Maryland, for making this all possible. I'm Michael Scherer, and you've been listening to Questions for the Sages. Questions for the Sages.